once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Good idea, kid. No dicking around up top yep. this week. Let's get straight into it. We've got uh, two guests, one of which is on uh, some, some time constraints that we'll get into. First of all, uh, returning to the show, you know him from Anchorman 2 and from the new movie, The Little Death. Please welcome Josh Lawson. Yeah. Thank you very much. One man clapping, two man clapping. <laughs> I just doubled my clap. Uh, guys, just quick, straight out of the gate. I mean, my nose is blocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting, I, I have to answer phone calls. Uh, during the, I'm so sorry that I <laughs> the couldn't... The perfect guest is yeah, what you're saying. I'm the yeah. shittiest guest you've yeah. ever had. Yeah. You talked more this week than ever before in your life. It, like, yeah. word content more this week than ever before. Who and, is that speaking? Oh, I'm sorry. Speaking hasn't even answer. been introduced yet. Someone's mum did that, not raise yeah. someone very well. Mrs. Zwa, shame <laughs> on you. <laughs> Never I, took him through the podcast etiquette. <laughs> Shameful parenting. Uh, you know him from uh, Lowdown and the Agony Uncle series. Please welcome back in the little dum-dum club, Adam Zwa. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Good to be here. Well, to answer your question, it is the most I've ever talked, and it's the most I've ever talked about the same thing yeah. over and over and over again. Because we've got, we've sort of got you mid junket. Yeah. Is that, would well, you I'd say, say it's right on the end of the junket. It is Tail the junket. end of the junket. Yeah, because I'm travelling around from city to city in uh, city, Brisbane, Melbourne, uh, Melbourne. That's a tough one to do with a block nose. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne. So this is a film that you've uh, you've written and directed and are in called The Little Death. Yeah. Which is in cinemas on Thursday. Yep. In Thursday, Australia. Thursday, twenty fifth, around the country. So yeah. So I know unless you're listening to it. After the twenty fifth, in which case it's on, it's now, it's showing right now. People might even be listening to it after the death of all kind of recorded media, <laughs> which they still be. No, people will be travelling around the wasteland doing a kind yeah. of live performance uh-huh. version of yeah, it. Yeah, Mad Max going around looking for petrol to fuel the cinemas. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been doing interviews around yeah. the country about the film. Have yeah. you found it's a film that kind of lends itself to getting uh, like the same question again and again? You know. Yeah. Well, it's about it's about sort of sex and fetishes and relationships and stuff. So I mean. People love asking about fetishes, and I think the same. Well, the question that I get asked a lot is, "Which fetish is yours, or is it based mm. on real life?" And yeah. That kind of thing. Um, and to which I always say the same thing: "Mind your own fucking business." <laughs> <laughs> well, let's make a whole yeah. movie about it <laughs> and then get touchy. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's <laughs> your, so true. That, that's Don't your, want to answer any questions. About it. <laughs> that's your fetish, dirty talk. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. My fetish is I get Abuse. off abusing journalists. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my question is, you know, it's a film that's uh, about sex and all that sort of stuff, and I quite obviously am a virgin, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, my yeah. question to you is, what's sex like? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, tell me when a man loves a woman. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, no, I mean, even that is kind of not doing the subject justice. <laughs> oh, it's 2014, it's come on. I don't have time for this. I don't have time to tell you about sex. <laughs> okay, I'll Google well, it I'm later on. I'm on a timeline. <laughs> yeah, if only there was something about it on the internet, <laughs> yeah, you'd be okay. Make that By it. the way, most Googled word on the internet is sex. It's probably oh. not surprise. But it is just the word sex. I've never even thought to Google it. It's the most Googled word. Yeah, that's just too generic. It's too generic. Yeah, my my fetish is way more specific. Yeah. Why they can't be bothered putting in big asses? No, no, no. It's like sex. They just assume big asses will come up at some point. I like that's your go to, though. (laughs) Yeah, well. Well, I'm fascinated by that. Like, you're that desperate for porno that you're putting it into Google and thinking that you're going to have any luck. Like that's, do you know what I mean? Like that's such or, a. Or even that you're putting in sex because you're like, I've done all my specifics. I'm so bored with boobs and yeah, bumps. Yeah, let's get back to the fundamentals. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. <laughs> get down to brass tacks. Let's just yeah. strip it all back. Right. Yeah, maybe the problem is I'm getting too specific. Let's, yeah. let's just, uh, let's get off on broad brush strokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. just to segue very quickly into, into Google and stuff. Now, this is something that comes up a lot on this show that I'm always fascinated by. When you, you know, we Google, I guess, we do a bit of research. And once you get into sort of page four and five, you tend to find, you know, kind of different results. 
results of people. So doing a bit of uh, looking up of you this morning, Josh Lawson, oh and I found on page four there's another Josh Lawson. <laughs> yeah. Military fraud. Josh Whoa. Lawson. There's this whole website of guys that find people who've got like Facebook photos of them marching in Anzac parades and whatever, wearing medals that they never earned. And there's a guy called Josh Lawson who they've got a photo of and he's got he's just covered himself in medals. Right. And there's all these guys that went he's done one year of service. He hasn't got any medals. Yeah. And so they've 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 well, there you go. Website outing people. There's the, there's a very mm. specific type of porn right there. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, that's that's really horrible to hear that because I didn't I didn't fake fight for my country <laughs> to be accused of that sort <laughs> of nonsense, you know? Just to be ridiculed. There's, do you remember on there was an article? There was an article that came uh, came out I think a couple of years ago. There was some fugitive on the run, a hitman, like a for someone or other, and his alias was Josh Lawson. Oh. Yeah, so wow. his name wasn't Josh Lawson, but he was going around and he goes, well, if someone's, if someone's calling himself Josh Lawson, get him. Yeah, like, yeah. That, was, that was kind of the national <laughs> advice. And so I was like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I, I love the fact that someone is trying to, you know, uh, not get any attention drawn to himself by naming, naming himself after a celebrity. Like, that's, that's yeah. almost true, double Dude, bluffing no, 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 the cops. No, this, is the, this is a horrible reality. I don't think he knew who I was. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. think he was going like, I'm just going to call myself yeah. some shitty name like Josh Lawson. Yeah. Like, I don't think he knew that I, like, he'd accidentally stumbled across a D-grade celebrity. <laughs> and your Google alert's going off going, bang, bang, bang. You're like, I've made it. I've yeah. made it. Oh, hey. I'm going to jail. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. Is, it, is it though? I almost think it's like a genius move. If you were like on the run and you just used the alias like Tom Cruise... Because then they'd put out an APB on you. And yep. it's like, you know, there's oh, yeah. people are just going to be in the cinema seeing a trailer and then the police are flooded with hundreds of calls going, i just seen him. i just <laughs> seen him on the screen at Hoyts. <laughs> and funny. they're so busy dealing yeah. with those yeah, yeah, yeah. that you can just walk yeah, away. There's like a whole squadron at the Coburg Drive-In and you're like running off interstate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Easy. it's genius in a way. Yeah. It is. There was a thing with with aliases. There was a thing recently. Um, this guy who committed a crime like fifteen years ago, mm. and I won't go into the details because it's quite brutal. But they they finally caught him. They had this thing on sixty minutes about the undercover sting that they did, and they kind of led him into this organised crime setup thing and oh, yeah. sort of tricked him into. And it was like he met the big boss, and it was like, well, you've oh. got to. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. This up in Queensland? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. like, so just before you're in on our organised gang, you've got to tell us every crime that you've ever done and we can sort of make it go away. So he's confessed and then they've got him. But the alias that they used for the big boss of this crime ring was just Mr Big, mm. yeah. which just, I love that you can evade the cops for decades and then you get brought down by the laziest alias yeah. of all time. Like... Yeah, I mean, but, uh, but if you put too much yeah. thought into it, maybe you'd give yourself away. If it was like Scorpion or something, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It'd be like We're talking uh, of giving away. A friend of mine, uh, his dad was an, a Vietnam vet, and uh, when we were at school together, this guy and I, and his dad was a Vietnam vet who had moved from America to Australia to Cairns actually, and became a drug runner, and. He shot a guy called Johnny Indonesia. No way. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you want a subtle alias, you know. That's no, 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 like you misunderstood, Twari. He said he shot him. He shot Johnny in the knees. <laughs> so over there, maybe over there, because, you know, like over here, you, your alias would be, you know, Mr. Smith, John Smith or whatever. Yeah. So maybe over there, Mr., that movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith was called Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great oh, name, Johnny Indonesia. We're going over to, Indi- to, the, to the Indonesians again for dinner tonight. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what are we having? <laughs> <laughs> Nazi Goring. Yeah. 
Um, now, Josh, I, I love your story in that um, you know you've come from doing a lot of TV and stuff in Australia, and then you've made that leap of faith to go to LA, and all of a sudden it is massively paid off, and you're going from you know smaller productions here into massive productions there. And what I want to yeah. know. Can you can you answer what is the difference between performing in Home and Away and Anchorman Two? Yeah. What? Well, it's just simple. There's no difference at all. Uh, <laughs> really, two Alpha's classic, in both of them. two classic yeah, Will right. Ferrell vehicles. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Um, Working with two legends the, of the industry. The same breath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, well, Home and Away is a machine. I mean, you can't even underestimate how fast they shoot. I mean. It's it's kind of hilarious how quickly... I remember in the middle of a scene one time, I was doing something in my little lapel mic. Excuse me, lapel mic came loose and it just fell on the floor in the middle of the scene. I was like, I'll just keep going. And then they went, cut, moving on. I went, oh, no, 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 I think... Um I think my mic fell out. He goes, yeah, no, I think, I think we probably will fix that in post. I guess. They just don't care. They're moving on. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... So what's the most takes you do on a scene? What, in Home and Away? Yeah. Oh, two if you're lucky. <laughs> one mainly, because they're just burning through if it. If you said the C-bomb by accident, then you do a second no, one. I reckon they'd work through it. No, I really <laughs> so, do. I reckon they'd keep that what in. What if your mic's falling out? What, they just called, uh, you know, oh, we'll, we'll, that'll be the silent Doesn't episode. Matter. You have heard a of homage ADR, to Tommy. Charlie Chaplin, that app. Let's keep going. Oh, yeah, A&R. ADR. ADR, yeah. Yeah, Where yeah, you... so it can't could be something else. Just change it exactly to something else. So you'll see the mouth say... Can't, yeah. I just implant. I don't know, blunt or. Well, we're going to have to do that to this podcast now that you've said the C word. No, 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 not at all. Tee off. I I was just reading this book called Poking a Dead Frog. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. You read that? Great book. And Terry Jones talks about Python and about censorship and stuff. There was a gag in the. Uh, uh, summarising Proust sketch. You remember that one? Where yep. yeah, yeah. The game show of summarising Proust. And in the intros, it tells a bit about yourself. And he goes, oh, well, uh, my hobbies are, uh, I think, torturing animals, um, uh, like sleeping and masturbating or something. <laughs> and obviously the BBC had a problem with masturbating. So what they do is they just silence masturbating. And so what, what ends up happening in the sketch is he goes, torturing animals, sleeping. He, he kind of says something in a pause. And then the audience go crazy yeah. <laughs> after this tiny silence. That, that sleeping joke, that's a slow burn. Yeah, it took the right. audience a couple of seconds going. to find that sleeping, funny. Yeah, it's funny it's that you mentioned that book because I'm reading that at the moment yeah. and it's written by a guy who wrote a book about seven years ago called And Here's the Kicker, which is yeah, that's yeah, reading that, interviews yeah. with comedy yeah. writers. Yeah. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. And that writer, all, like the other day, the guy who wrote that on Twitter, he went and followed like a whole heap of Australian comedians. Like he followed... On Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter, yeah. yeah. And a few people kind of responded to him and went... Oh, that's so weird because I was just reading your old book and I just went through his timeline and he was just hitting up all these comics and going, is my book out there? Would you like me to send right. you a free copy? Yeah. It's like, right. dude, this is a little bit of a desperate marketing push. Just yeah. but do you know what? It, it all is now. I mean, everything's desperate. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's I, I true. That's, to... It's still one up from a it's podcast. True. But yeah. still. Well, yeah. I find myself doing it on this film. I, f- I know that it's it's like on Twitter and f- I feel sorry for my followers because I'm just showering them with like desperate pleas for people to go and see the film. But I, I think... Oh, mate, i do it. On, on the indie level... Yeah. No one else is doing it for you. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Well, sure. you put up a thing this morning on Facebook that I enjoyed seeing, which was a link from the Toronto Film Festival. Yeah, and it was cut uh, by Troy Kinney. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, who was over there and he cut that together. Yeah, great. Is, yeah. So it's it's a recording of the audience 
watching the movie and and, and laughing and, and really yeah. getting into it. And it was it was really cool to to see and because you know I haven't been to I haven't been to a movie in a while, much less a comedy film. And yeah. when you go on that opening night and it's like people really into it. But I love it because it's reminded me of my favourite marketing push for movies, which because you don't really ever see them doing that for comedies, but they do it a lot for horror movies when they come out. Yeah, you know they'll have they, the they, the night back. yeah the night yeah. vision filming yes, of the cinema yes. and the old and, school ones when they used to have horror <laughs> movies and they'd say and here's footage of someone spewing outside the cinema <laughs> afterwards. You go, I is remember that, that. Is that good? It was like Blair I never Witch. saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But those over the like top people ones. getting hospitalised and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, Trust me, you'll I've love see it. This. Just someone hanging themselves after the film because they can't deal with the horror. I want to see like the porno version of that night vision, just dudes jerking off going, like, people seem to love it, you know. But those paranormal activity ones where it's just, there's just people, just popcorns going everywhere. It's like, no one's reacting like that to a horror. Because you, like, (laughs) horror films are scary. Like, horror films kind of have the opposite effect where you're better off seeing it at home alone with the lights off. Like, in the cinema, it's not scary. You're around people, you know. How do you behave when you're actually scared? I mean, are you a screamer? Uh... I'm not uh, what I am because I watch horror movies with my girlfriend. Or a spewer. So I, well, <laughs> I'm a and provoker. They're your, and they're your only options. I'm a, I'm a provoker. So I watch it with my girlfriend with the lights off. Okay. Yeah. And I kind of I'm doing a bit of the heavy lifting for the film, like kind of grabbing her on the arm every three <laughs> seconds and stuff like that. I'm, I like to make it a 4D experience. I'm a fre- <laughs> I, I'm a freezer, like a silent yeah. freezer. You know, you know, on, on, on a roller coaster, same thing on a roller coaster. One of those drops, you know, the tower tower. Yeah. You either scream yeah. or you just go or you lock up. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. Do yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you just yeah. that on that. Yeah. So when you're in a horror movie, well, I reckon that's real because I, I remember I used to. I lived on campus at, at university. and We used to put. You yeah, had a everyone, roller coaster. Yeah, he went to he went to college at Wet and Wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. So I put you know in the middle of the night, you'd put your hand through someone's window, yeah. and so there's kind of a disembodied hand, <laughs> yeah. and the person would wake up. And instead of screaming, they just go, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's probably a natural reaction to yeah, just yeah. bare face fear. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do a lot of swearing before I know the thing is going to oh, happen. Okay. So when you're on yeah. the giant drop, just before the point yeah. of dropping, yeah. just going, fuck this, fuck yeah. the." And it's the same in a horror movie when someone's going up the stairs. I'm just... Like, I don't know what I think it's going to do, but yeah. just bracing myself by. You know what I am? I'm a laugher. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm the same way before I get a needle at the doctor. Oh, I just start oh, yeah, laughing right. and laughing out of, like, you know, I get nervousness or anxiety that this sharp thing's going to go Well, we went, yeah. to, we went to Universal Studios when we were in America. I mean, uh, my girlfriend and we uh, went in the, go- what is it called? The Haunted House. Oh, yeah. And I know the one you mean. It's yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. good, actually. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. In terms of scariness, it yeah. literally is because instead of any sort of bells and whistles, it's just dudes coming up and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But I'm I'm just doing that. Like, I'm just laughing the whole way through it, and my girlfriend is just punching me. And it's going, so funny. Shut up. This it, is annoying me it's more always than go, It always goes too far, because you're right. Like People kind of jump out at you and like whisper yeah. in your ear, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, <laughs> what? What? But, but I guess that's the big <laughs> ask of having a haunted house in Hollywood, because you're going to see scarier shit just on the street yeah. walking yeah. into Universal Studios. Yeah. So you got to up your yeah, game you really pretty do. significantly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a little bit fascinated with, because um, we also went on the... The, the map of the what's it called the map, map, of, the map of the stars or tour, like tour, a bus tour or something yeah yeah, yeah. on a tour and whatever so um, are you in any are you in near any sort of map 
uh, no, the stars no. in Hollywood where you live? I don't think so. I always thought it'd be funny to to if someone lived at one of those murder sites, you know, like you know, you know, because you got those Hollywood almost murder tours yeah, where they yeah, go like this yeah. was man this is where Manson murdered somebody yep. or isn't that be a terrible place to go pick up the paper in the morning and just people just taking photos going <laughs> is that where he was murdered yeah yeah <laughs> like, oh, <God. laughs> yeah yeah I don't I, think so I've never seen a bus drive past my little street are you are you close is there anyone famous in your street have you are you in a location where you've got other actors and entertainers and stuff like that well Daniel McPherson used to live in my building oh yeah but he moved out right <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking deadbeat. <laughs> we we all voted to kick him out. No, he just moved on. Um, I think Seth Meyers used to live in my apartment oh, block. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, moved yeah. out. Um, well, because he earned too much money. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Now sure. he can afford more. Uh, I don't think. So I mean, you do obviously run into people all the time. Yeah, I just, thought, I just had this fan- fantasy mode because where you know the tour I went on it was all these big. You know, a name sort of blockbuster. Yeah, I don't or, live on those streets. Yeah, Carl, yeah, they're all, but I thought maybe there was an equivalent where it's like the supporting actors oh, right. have their little <laughs> suburb, and you're next door to Ned Beatty and Charles Durning <laughs> and people like that. <laughs> Half my luck. <laughs> what I love about that question is that we've we've got a man here who who works on a show cl- in close contact with the great Don Cheadle. Yeah, and, and you're going. Do you live near anyone famous? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I what I think of Do you share real estate with someone that's been on a telly show? Yeah, that's what idiots like me like to hear about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's real, man. He's still from the block. <laughs> yeah. Give him a break. Well, well um, Adam, last time we talked to you, uh, it hadn't quite come out yet, but uh, Russia was, was picking up uh, Wilfred. Yeah, yeah well, I remember reading I've, about that. You're yeah, right, yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, you haven't seen no, it? No, no. Russia seen... are making a version of yeah. your show and you haven't bothered to watch it? Uh, well, it hasn't. The DVD hasn't sent, been sent to me yet. Right. So. Has it been on air, do you know? Is it, <laughs> is it, has it aired yet? Uh, it has, yeah. It has, yeah. yeah. And I, don't, I haven't got the response. Because I didn't produce Wilfred. I mean, I, I, it was one of those situations where we created it and, and gave it to producers. So mm. we're at basically at their mercy. If they choose to send us information... I'll, so I'll it's not on YouTube, it's not on no, anywhere? So I don't know, I, I actually checked. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I'm more interested, interested in just checks at the moment right, you know, than, right. than responses. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the compliments wave, you know, kind of just <laughs> <So> fall, <true. laughs> fall over me, whereas, you know, money? It's money probably, sticks. Yeah. Money yeah, sticks. Yeah, it's probably worth it. mentioning we're going to have to buy the soundtrack to whatever's going on in the background <laughs> of this. Oh, yeah. We're in a cafe Shit. and we've got the Cafe Del Mar soundtrack going on in the background. And, so. we're, and we're also, if we sound a little fatigued, we're upstairs in a room that is 45 degrees Celsius. Yeah. It is yeah. very yeah, it hot. It doubles, doubles as a sauna. I yeah. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, Adam, but uh, Wilfred has become kind of a go-to calling card thing for any role that you audition for now that involves costume work in any way, oh, Wilfred yeah. is the reference point. Yeah, it's true. In the last year I've been to maybe six different auditions where that if you get the role it involves you any but wearing anything, not even an animal, any kind of suit you got to wear, it's like, think Wilfred. Oh, fuck. Oh. And, and Tommy, have you had to got the um, Think Adam's Why yet? Think Adam's what? No, because that, that we... did come up. That did come true in a in a, in a bio, you know kind of a character breakdown recently. What to you? Someone... Yeah, what? <laughs> what, 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 what. <laughs> that would be so funny. Be more like you. I really <laughs> needed the money. Too. But so not your character. Think no. you as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And or, how do you think? Think Adam from Wilfred as well. Right, so right, if right. we get one of those auditions, how do we think Adam's what? <laughs> 
Come around to my place. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, get a show that gets made into a Russian version yeah. and, and not watch it. And, yes. and, like you've and then you're halfway it. there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how yeah. did I not get called in? Because st- every now and then people on Twitter will make the say that you and I look similar. Yeah. People seem to think yeah. that. Yeah. I know. How I had, am I, I not getting this audition when it says Think Adam's Wife? That's right. Speak to your agent. Who is your agent? Think Adam's Wife, not Look Adam's Wife. The Australia's number one female Adam's Wife. For fuck's sake. Oh, God, no. Um... <laughs> well, I went in for a, an audition the other day and it was like, you get the brief and you go, yeah, cool, and you're reading the thing. And then at the bottom it was like, um, it, it, the role that I was auditioning for was, uh, you know, someone with comedy skills, maybe a stand-up comedian, mm. someone like a Jermaine Clement, Stephen Merchant type. So oh, you look wow. at it and you go, so not really me yeah. at all there. <laughs> it's like, well, my chances of this are pretty good. Yeah. Feeling good so about you just went one. in there as a misanthropic kind of... Yeah, like we'll glasses. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Put some tall. stilts on. Put yeah. some stilts on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you became New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, so yeah. Look, but you got you can't listen to anything they say because you know I tweeted this the other day and I just went <clears throat> after I went for this role. That's right, Bradley, uh, Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Thing. Now he he it wasn't him who ended up getting this role. It was James McAvoy. But oh. the idea is, I'd gotten this script. This role was incredible, absolutely incredible. And I was like, God, there's no way I'm going to get this. Like this is, I mean. You could win a freaking Oscar for this. They're not going to give it to some unknown. You know, it's opposite Clooney and something. Like, I was like, okay. And they went, nah, trust me, the director really wants an unknown. And I'm like, uh. Think Adam Zwar. Think Adam Zwar. <laughs> not Adam Zwar, but think <laughs> Adam Zwar. And I was like, are you sure? I really feel like. The director wants someone who someone on the run could use their name to get away. Yeah, someone yeah. that I'm unknown. Man. I am your man. <laughs> so, of course, when he did all this work for it, your fucking days go past, you're working on it, you're working on massive chunks of dialogue for the audition. You do it the next day. They're like, no, James McAvoy's going to do it. I was like, oh, is he, you fucking bastard? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, Has he seen the script? No. I mean, and of course, McAvoy wouldn't have auditioned. Why would he? He's freaking James McAvoy. But, yeah. you know, it's the same thing with, you know, yeah. the Jermaine Clemens thing. Like, you can't, they don't know what they want. Well, you know. this, we talk, I talked about this a few weeks ago on the show. I got called in for an audition and it was, uh, the, the description was um, a, an unattractive male uh, who, if we were to rate him on a scale of one to ten, this guy would definitely be a one. And you go what? and you go, oh, fucking great one. <laughs> so I go in and I don't get it. And that now the ad's on the air. It's out there. And I've seen the guy and it's like... If you're going to make a good call, if you could do it on mic, that'd be really good. If you could talk into the microphone. Did you have a strong word to your agent about uh, this one bullshit? Well, my agent's me, so there's just a lot of crying in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you got the point across. Yeah, you got 15% of that crying. Yeah, but then you look at the ad and you go, that guy's not a one. What a fucking loser. Yeah, yeah. What a great argument. more hideous than this guy. Yeah, joke's on him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fuckhead. It is nine grand. What a fucking loser. <laughs> Not even losing his hair. Fucking <laughs> um, Josh, I read a thing where you said, uh, uh, where they asked you about accents, and you took particular pride in how strong and consistent and how you've never slipped out of your American accent. Well, I mean, look, I read that article too, and look, out of context, that did sound like I was being a real oh, dick. No, 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 no. I was impressed. I thought, no, no, no. <laughs> but only because, I, the only reason I made a point of it was because I, I, I work so hard. Hard on it, yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. live in it, yeah. And in a way, I if I did all that work and it still was shit, I'd be like, oh, well, what's the point? Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But you and but Ben, when you were kids, you'd practice the American accent. Not just practice. I mean, we did absolutely, but we also did American TV as kids. You know, we were doing Flipper and Beastmaster oh, right. and stuff, okay. all that stuff up in in Queensland. We're shooting, 
So we what, were doing you were a on those shows as a kid. Yeah, I was on Flip at the TV show. Really? Yeah. As oh a... man, I'm so much more impressed by that than Anchorman <laughs> too. <laughs> I think it's on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, it was, I remember playing a kid who who got in a boat accident, and I literally had to say the line, "I can't feel my legs." <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, which is awesome. You know, yeah. you, you pray for a line like yeah. that. Yeah. Like a masterclass yeah. for a young. My legs. Age. I can't feel you, my legs. Can you yeah, just you... do it for a second in the American accent? In the American accent, I think it was that. My legs. I, I can't feel my. My legs. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no wonder um, James McAvoy missed out on that one. That <laughs> no, is, I know. That is no, look, that, that's not for the faint of heart. No, McAvoy what, couldn't have gotten that wrong. What's, well, so, what's your tips and tricks? Like when you do an American accent, what's the what's the the trap for young players? Like, what are there certain words or vowels or you know? I always find that people add R's where they don't where there aren't yeah, R's. Yeah, yeah, you know right. what I mean? Do you find the R's that? are really yeah. tricky. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, you know, kind of anything. I you know. Uh, you know, the classic older English actors do that, like Albert Finney, and, you know, they all like, they add R's everywhere. He's so in like, your apartment building. Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich. I was like, no, there's not an R in Brockovich. You don't know. You know. Yeah. I mean, so is there a, a policy among Australian actors in LA to make sure you maintain your Australian accent when you're talking to each other? Yeah, I think you do get a bit. Is there bit. a bit of bullying if you yeah, don't, yeah, if you're yeah. going to slip, slip a little? Don't you remember when La Palia did Enough Rope and his accent was just a little American? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, everyone fucking attacked him. They jumped on us. He's not Australian. He's not Australian. And I just... The, pro- the thing is, when you do work in America and all you're doing is the American accent over and over and over again, the muscles in your mouth just get stronger and stronger and stronger mm, yeah. in that area. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a tennis player using his right arm all the time. The right's going to be stronger than the left. And I could totally understand why he was talking more American. But, mm. <clears throat> yeah, you definitely get bullied a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, there seems to be some sort of kind of... Uh, Patriotism, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah police, policing of it going on. Because mm. then conversely, in Anchorman 2, you're yeah. playing an Australian yeah, getting... where you're going way over the top yeah. of the accent. Mm. So somewhere in the middle is a role for Josh Lawson where he just gets to Please. talk in his normal voice. <laughs> I beg you. It was, yeah, it was odd. You know, they really wanted that cartoony idea. I mean, because Anchorman's so absurd. Like, yeah. you know, the, the whole tone of it. But it was fun to do. I loved. It was great. It was was so much fun. It was great. But you're like you were in that. You were like a one man that episode of The Simpsons where Bart, where the family go to Australia, and all of Australia go, "We're not like that. We're not like that." That that was you for the for this generation. I know. I know. God, I I auditioned talking for. I auditioned for that for that character in Modern Family that Reese Darby. Oh yeah, yeah, right. And oh um, wow, and I. Yeah, it was... <laughs> the brief was... No, but it was funny. So, obviously, that it was for an Australian character. and There's probably about five people auditioning for it, including Kyle Sanderlands. Oh, <laughs> no what? way. Yeah, yeah, because he was a radio guy, this character. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. wow. You know what? I, that rings a bell. I remember reading That's about so that funny. at the time. Yeah, how, right. did he, like, how did he not get the one out exactly. of ten <laughs> yeah, audition? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone jumped on it real early, and I remember it being so. It's like Kyle's going to be in Modern Family, but it yeah, was yeah. like, and then nah. it came out. It's like he's just been to the audition. Was like, he that? Go- was he that guy that groped the young girl at the airport when they came out? Was that him? I can't remember. I never saw the episode. Uh, I was, has it been on? It has yeah, been on, I and I was it. it rated really well. But so Reese Darby obviously played the Australian, which uh, which was interesting. But um, since he's not, I was depressed. Australian. I didn't yeah. get that one. I, I, yeah, yeah. Did you, you know. feel good about the audition? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah but I, I gave a. 
Look, I, it was probably you know me. It's probably a little downbeat for Modern Family. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't I energetic that, enough. Well, you don't great... compromise. That's what I love about you. <laughs> <laughs> what a great waiting I room. Can't. Like <laughs> whether I want to or not. You know, it's that cliche of like you go into a waiting room for an audition and there's like thirty guys that look just like you. Yeah. But then for that role, it's you, Reese Darby, and Kyle <laughs> Sanderlands yeah. all battling out for the one role. Oh, I got a Reese Darby story. So we were at the uh, Anchorman Two premiere in uh, New York, and Andy Lee was over there at the time in New York. <clears throat> he came to the premiere. To, you know, support me, and we were having yeah, a few drinks. And I was chatting to the um, to some of the crew from Anchorman, Andy and I, and I, I took off to get a drink. And Andy tells me this story after I left, and they were like, "Oh, Josh, he's oh, he's such a nice guy, he's terrific in the film. We we were such big fans of his. God, did, did, don't you just love him? Oh, no. In Flight of the Concords as the manager. Oh. And Andy was like, "Okay, I see the mistake oh. you've made there." Oh. <laughs> Because he's not Reese Darby. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of Adam Zwar. Yeah. <laughs> well, something else happened recently where, because I'm on the show House of Lies in the States with Don Cheadle. That's the end of the story. Uh, <laughs> it's still the best one on this show so far. <laughs> and, and so a lot of people say House of Cards because it's obviously it's a more yeah. familiar phrase and it's a more popular show. But you got in first. That's yeah, yeah, we great, were first. Yeah. One syllable. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Nice, come on. So someone came out to me. And we get this all the time where people go, hey, he loved you. And I saw you in House of Cards. And you just go, yeah, okay, fine. That's fine. I'm not going to correct you. But in the States recently, someone came out and go, hey, man, I, I saw you in House of Cards. And you were terrific. And I went, oh, man, thank you. That's really kind. He goes, no, 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 I mean, I've seen every episode. And, and you're, you're just so great in it. You and, and Kevin Spacey and, uh, and Robin Wright. And I'm like, no, you're actually thinking of House of Cards now. I don't know who you think I am in <laughs> yeah, that show. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not in it. Yeah. Like, I wish I was. <laughs> but Who's going to be the first House of Lies actor to do, to do both? The, the House... The house double. Yeah, yeah. yeah. House, house of, of lies cards. Yeah. yeah. And then house. And then house. <laughs> That's right. Three houses. Yeah, and then they can bring out those episodes on a DVD three pack. It should be Hugh Laurie. Because then he can be like house in House of Lies and House of Cards. <laughs> yeah. 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 There it is. We've yeah. sold it. What are those what are those episodes where you actually have the you know, family guy meets the Simpsons? Oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. I, I, I listened to uh, um what's that what's the uh, the guy on Twitter he's called the Sulk? Oh yeah, oh, Alex, yeah. Sulkin. Alex Sulkin. Alex Sulkin. Yeah, Alex Sulkin. He he wrote this episode of um, Everyone Loves Raymond, where Raymond's brother was Tony Soprano. <laughs> right. And so they he did, he did it on spec. It never actually went. Yeah, to right. Air. And this is how he got his his break into into running scripted comedy. In the oh, United really? States. Right, right. Yeah, and because he, he said everyone said, "Oh, we're sick of reading the you know the same old scripts and everything." Well, he goes, "If you, well, if you want your your mind's blown, here we go." And this is going to get me in, and it got him in. I think it's that's great. <laughs> is it available to, to read that. on online? I don't know. You just mentioned it in this yeah. podcast I was listening It'd be to. Be great if you could check yeah. that out. That'd yeah, be that's a weird thing that it's like you get your break by writing a really irresponsible script where you can never air it, and that's people right. go great. Yeah. But I reckon that's a lesson in in comedy. Sure, to to, to do what the other guy's not doing. Yeah. in a lot of ways. Totally. You know? I mean, if you look at it, was it was tweeted the other day. It was, is it. Du- his name Doug Allen, the the guy who created Entourage. Entourage, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so his pitch document was tweeted the other day, and it is. I mean, I we, we talk about you know the, the pythons not being able to use the word masturbation and everything. Mm. Well, this just goes to show how things have changed. Yeah. And this, like you know, just talking about Vince getting three head jobs a day and yeah, right. Like it was just it was muscular. In its vulgarity, mm. <laughs> and it was such a great document, and you could see how it would have just broken through, and yeah. it, you know, and and this is how they 
get shows up on cable. It's but about it, it. It's and it's scary to write a pitch document like that. Yeah, yeah, it, totally. It's really hard. I'm really. It's not. That's not the easy option. No. The easy option is to water it down and to make it like palatable and yeah. like you know, uh, it's like this meets this. You know, but yeah. to come out of the gates and just go. Yeah, heads up, motherfucker. Vince is getting blown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, but that almost feels like that became sort of popular with, I guess maybe Sex in the City was sort of the first show to do that, like a cable American show right. where they could sort of show everything. And now it's almost like, feels like there's like a quota on those cable shows yeah. where it's like, let's just have as much boning. Yeah. Like, I think Entourage yeah. certainly started to just run wild. Well, because of course it's premium cable, so you're paying extra money for those yeah. channels. So in a way you kind of want, I think they're, they're offering more bang for your buck. Yeah, you're like, getting what you can't get. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But it's interesting that how how documents are changing, and it and I've noticed a, a trend recently. Maybe a little bit at the ABC too with what they're programming as well. Is they are getting those ideas, those really high end, high uh, concept ideas, and you know, which which are crazy kind of one line pitches. Um, but it'll be very interesting to see how they're executed, yeah, yeah, and, and whether they sustain. And and uh, for for instance, if you look at Seinfeld, it's not a high end idea. It's just a couple no. of people living in in New York, you know, hanging out. In a lot of ways, you could say it's a show about nothing. <laughs> well, guys, we've had fun. We'll see you next week. <laughs> I, I, this is, I I want to talk about this. I actually had a um, I. What? Hang on. I want to hear the out. Wilfred pitch sentence. A guy and his dog. Two guys suck two, bombs. Basically, two guys, fall in, uh, two guys are in love with a beautiful woman. One, one of them happens to be a dog. See, that's right. fucking great. Yeah. No, seriously, that is a great pitch. But uh, but also, you had the short to back it up as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, we and the pilot. Uh, and the, we did the pilot. You shot the pilot back. on your own. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. See, that's that's so cool. We had to, you know. And, and these days, hard. I think it's more and more necessary yeah. to shoot your own shit first, even yeah. if it's a teaser, because I don't think anyone. You know, I said I, I, we talked about this. Uh, Adam did a Q and A with me in in Melbs for the film, and I was talking about how hard it is to get comedy off the ground. Uh, you know, on a on a pitch level, because comedy's so subjective and it's. Mm. It's really opinion-based, and drama's not like that. For instance, if, if, if I write in a drama that a pregnant woman gets shot, undisputable that that's drama, and that's horrifying, and no one can deny that. Yeah. There's not going to be someone in the room going, I don't know, not edgy enough. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so... It, it's fact. But comedy doesn't work that way. Mm. Oh, wait, I, that wasn't the comedy? Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> sorry. God, sorry. You're such an edgy comedian. Cal, you should have seen from me spewing out the front of this conversation <laughs> that that was horror. But, if I, but what I find funny may be different from what the funding body finds yeah, funny, yeah, and right. therefore we're at, an, we're at an impasse. And the suddenly, pregnant woman, is, is that's a tangible thing, whereas, right. whereas comedy is like, well, how are you going to make this? And you know, even right. I know you so well, and I, I read, your, read, read uh, The Little Death, and when I saw it, it was a completely different film to the one I read. Right. Okay. And I know where, you know, I understand mm. your tone of humour. So it's. That's the, right. The way, you know, if I'm reading yeah. it differently, can you imagine what other people are doing? Absolutely. So, yeah, so yeah it, it's a massive leap of faith in any context to make a comedy. So, yeah. to, so the idea of shooting a pilot or some sort of teaser is so clever because it actually mm. minimizes yeah, yeah. the yeah, room yeah, yeah. for misconception. That's right. And, we know and, what and show error. we're making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just um, can we quickly go back yeah. to you were saying just before that you so you hosted a Q, you've been going around uh, Australia yeah. doing uh, screenings uh, 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 of uh, preview screenings and, and then a Q and A uh, afterwards and Adam you hosted well, one yeah, I did, yeah, uh, last yeah. week and uh, now because I'm I've been in a couple of audience Q and As and I find them to be a ve- like once you throw open to questions from the public yeah. I find it to be a very mixed bag of the questions be. that you get but asked. it was good because I. I, I 
I Josh wasn't there, so I introduced the film, mm-hmm. and I said, "Look, I, you know, I know it's a Melbourne audience, so I know the questions are all going to be intelligent, but it'd be really great if someone halfway through the Q and A." Could ask Josh to do his Michael J. Fox impersonation. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me that. And, and I said it's really good. You won't be disappointed. And everyone, ah. Oh, and then I had no idea. Watch the, the, watch the show. And then the and this, all the way through, it was all fine. And I'd forgotten I'd even said it. And the, this guy goes something about Screen Australia, and he goes, and the second part. Uh, could you do your Michael J. Fox? <laughs> oh, wow. Shit, I had no idea that you'd ask them that. <laughs> we just need to. You need to just kind of spice it up a um, bit. And and. Do you have one? Yeah, it's like I, I used to watch... I mean, I must have seen Back to the Future 30, 40 times. I mean, he, he is my idol. Like, yeah. I love him. I used to... Do you remember in Back to the Future where he wakes up and he's kind of twisted around on his bed? He's like his arms behind his back and he's like his face is sort of squashed into the pillow. I used to try and fall asleep like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> to be more like my <laughs> Wow. Um, which explains my scoliosis. So and it explains his... Well, he's going through maybe at the moment as well. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come on. The man's a hero. Yes. I love the, uh, it. But, but what is it? Can, can we have a, can we well, have a little visual? Well, it's more a lot of visual. Oh, it's a visual. It's not so much. But we can, I mean, oh, let's do it, uh, I know, and then you can, you can write on, on your page. Just to make people jealous that they're not at this cafe. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We can just d- describe it. Well, it sounds oh, like most so people in good. Melbourne are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're, yeah. yeah, they're kicking off down there. Um, yeah, because I, I, I'm fascinated with the Q&As because I, at the start of the year I was in, I went to the San Francisco Sketch Fest and they had a 30th anniversary screening of the film Top Secret uh, with a Q&A afterwards with the Zucker brothers. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, and so you get, I've found with those kind of things, you get, you get some nerds kind of trying to show off, yeah. like trying to sort of Always. pull one over Always. on the directors. And this guy stands up and he goes, yeah, it's just really interesting in this film because, you know, there's, there's obviously there's so many jokes in it, but then you've got that scene where he's doing the song in the TV studio and that's really interesting because there's no jokes in that scene. It's just him doing a song for three minutes and the directors go... What the fuck are you talking about? He's got the microphone stand that kind of bends. He's got mm. the bit where he's trying to like kill himself by like lying down <laughs> on the train tracks. You've got all the women kind of. They just went through a list of about twenty jokes that are happening and just destroyed this guy. Him. And it was just. And then it got to the end and it was like, yeah. So what was your actual question? And he's like, oh, well, no, I guess you've kind of answered it. And yeah. it was just a lot yeah. of. I've, I do find, notice a lot of the questions are questions. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're sort of just comments. Look how yeah. much I. Look and you at say, me. I'll take that as a comment. Yeah, I, it's, I often, <laughs> I often say for people like if if a, you know the question starts with just want to say really love the film. I always go thanks very much. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just move on. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want it. always something's coming. It's always something else is coming. It's bad. Um, uh, guys, I it looks like I have to duck off. Oh yeah, I we're wrapping the, it up. I just I just got the you know the the bat signal in the sky. I got to take off. Well, maybe you can leave, and Adam, you can dish up some real dirt on Josh that he yeah, wouldn't yeah, sure. want, yeah, yeah. he wouldn't um, be comfortable saying to us. Any any no more? Uh, set up some more impressions for him next time he comes on the podcast. God, what maybe. a long setup! <laughs> it's going to take months. Do you want to end with a bit of Michael J? Sure. Just, yeah, but you got to do. I love the lead, and you got to say no McFly has ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. <laughs> Of history of... Of Hill Valley. No McFlyers ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. Yeah, well, um... <laughs> history's going to change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I wish you could have seen that. That was sensational. Oh, uh, all right, guys. Well, thanks for having uh, me. Josh Lawson, uh, so Little Death is in cinemas uh, from this Thursday. Yep. Uh, guys, go see go see it opening weekend. Go I reckon. Support, I mean, yeah. definitely see it in the movies. It's one of those things that, uh, as ads will tell you, it, it uh, I reckon it's way more fun to laugh with a group of strangers. Oh, yeah, it's so much more yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, go this weekend. Check it's, that out. It's really funny. And, I, you know, I don't mean to... 
be disparaging of other Australian films, but it doesn't look like an Australian film. Yeah. If that oh. helps at all. I, you yeah. know, it's, it does look, it, it has a kind of a crispness, you know, that's... Yeah. Uh, there's Light different to what we do. Yeah, yeah I mean, we make a lot of social realism Look, in this country, it, so it's it, good to see how things It funny. could almost be more like the Russian version of The Little Death <laughs> than the Australian version. I yeah. cannot wait. Which Josh will not be seeing. No. Uh, Adam, something you'd like to plug before we sail on oh, out here? So The Agony of the Mind in two weeks, to, uh, October 9, Great. ABC 9.30. Great. Awesome. Uh, guys, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.